A podcast network. Hello, and welcome to Two Filthy Nerds. Because we're filthy. And we're nerds. And there is two of us. And shout out to patron Eric, who's already on our live chat, who noticed our brand new naked Hagrid uh, and pointed out that he does not need to get any more. He has a lot of... Uh, for those of you who aren't part of our Patreon, by the way, you can join patreon.com slash two filthy nerds, where mm-hmm. we are now recording episodes live for patrons only. Uh, he has a lot of Hogwarts memorabilia, a lot of, uh, he's a Hufflepuff, a lot of Hufflepuff gear. And he's realizing mm-hmm. all he needed to do was grow a beard and get naked in front of a fireplace. And we would have fe- featured him right here on our podcast. You yep. guys. Exactly. Wait, also let's introduce the owl. Yeah, we, you've, well, you've met the owl before. Aren't watching but we, this. Whatever. We so. have an owl in here wearing a crazy eye. It's and, Mad Owl Moody. So who previously named Omega till Mad Eye came into the t- to the equation. So check out our short YouTube clips. But if you want to see the full episode live, we are now no longer putting those up on YouTube. You gotta nope. be part of it live. So join the Patreon. Join the Patreon. Give us your money. Give us your money and give your time. Give us your money. All and we we'll want give from you laughs. You, yeah. Lots of live laughs. All we want is everything. Anyway, on that note. Uh, we're running our filthy mouse for, it's a quick bitch. We're doing a movie episode. So you know how those go. A real quick bitch. Just a couple minutes to bitch about something. And we think it's pretty fucking important. So very recently, a couple days ago, it was international female orgasm day. Yep. You know what that means? It came in quick. Yeah. And women were pretending to come all over the world. Uh Uh-huh. That's every day though. Yeah. Every single day. Every single day. All the time. Um, so you, we want to talk about orgasms, female orgasms. Who's, who's, who's having for them? that? Huh? Who's having them? It's a lie. Who's Nobody. Them? None of us. They I, don't exist. Get I, back uh, in the kitchen. I Googled what? I don't know. I said get back in the kitchen where you also won't come. Yeah. You might. <sighs> Depending on how big that spatula is. Oh my God. Spatula? That's yeah. the device you went with? You, they're like, you there's cucumbers. That- You're going with a wide, flat. What is your okay. vagina shaped like a toaster? <laughs> <laughs> a very cavernous toaster. It's for toasting brioche. Ah, uh, the brave giant toaster. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. What did you Google about orgasms? So I googled what types of orgasms are there because I only thought there was a clitoral orgasm and like a G spot orgasm and then a combo. Like you I, just had those two at the same time. What kind of orgasms did you think there? I were? I just thought there were the orgasms I give myself when I'm masturbating okay. and the fake ones I do when I'm having sex. Okay, you don't ever fake it for yourself. There was real or fake ones? No. Do you do that? Is yes. that self love? We just go. Oh, me. <laughs> oh, mommy. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> Ooh, mommy. That's my motto. Is that also in the kitchen? <laughs> uh, oh, you guys get it? Ooh, mommy. Ooh, mommy. Ooh, mommy. That's, that was a for kitchen uh, nerds only. I really love umami. Wait, though. so there's more than clitoral and what's, is it called the vaginal? G-spot, the G-spot. Vaginal. The, the, the G-spot. The come hither is the, when they... Min, if you've ever read about how to finger a woman, which, by the way, if you're a heterosexual man and you haven't, let me just go ahead and say, if you're thinking about manually pleasing a woman, for fuck's sake, read about it. Because there's a lot of men who do this for this thing. Yeah, yeah. This isn't a thing. The by fi- the way, you can't see this if you're not watching. you got finger blasted isn't a good thing. No, it's, it's like a warning. Nobody wants a blasting. No, it's... Blasting is what you do when you want to free hostages from an underground <laughs> bunker. <laughs> yeah. 
Nobody's ever said that with enthusiasm. Any woman delivering that story, people are like, how was your date? I got finger blasted. Yeah, there's, there is no tone of happiness and joy. No. It usually comes with a limp and like a, ugh. You need a little, you need a little, you got to, a little come hither. Come hither. You got to pull toward you. So wait, there's more than two? Okay, so there's 11. Are you ready? That so clitoral, as be. we know, clitoral, we got that. The clit, a made up myth by women uh-huh, to make uh-huh. men feel inferior. It's yes. the bean. Yeah. Um, uh, there's the G spot. There's the blended orgasm, which is the both. This. Okay. So and the, is that the, the is three? That, I guess that could be its own orgasm. Is it a thing where combining them gives yeah, you a different it's, kind it's of a orgasm? Bigger orgasm? And that's usually achieved when a guy's having sex with you and you're stimulating your clit. Or some there's some men who are really good at this manual thumb on the clit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, finger yeah. thing. The little. My favorite thing is it's you hard doing to explain a fucking for audio. like a lobster claw. Yeah, right now. it does look like I have like, just. I'm a little a, tiny puppet. Uh, like. Yeah. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> Take um, note, man. Okay. Okay, so here's where the big ones come in. The ones you've never heard of or yeah. have heard of but didn't think were real. Um, an anal orgasm. I okay. That's a lie. This is what I think an anal orgasm is for women. Let me be clear. Men have a prostate. They have an actual mm-hmm. G spot in their mm-hmm. in their. Beautiful assholes, or not beautiful. I don't know. Not they can't be- all be let beautiful. Me, let me be honest. Most male assholes, not beautiful. But if it's your thing, God bless you, but they I, are not beautiful. I had a guy dated, uh, show me his asshole, and it looked like a tire had gotten blown out. <laughs> like, I was like, why is it so... I, I picture them being symmetrical, and it sort of was just this like side... Just a fissure? Yeah, like, like he a, had like a, a cliff, like, like a, a cleft asshole. <laughs> like, it was like, you know the lollipop guild? Uh-huh. How they have that like side mouth thing? Like, wait, we are our friends that It was like... <laughs> But I picture it as a pug's tongue with like a little flap that's the fissure or maybe that's the little hemi. What kind of assholes are, there was nothing hanging out. It was just sort of like lopsided. Oh. It didn't oh, have like an ass fissure. You can get, you can get a skin tag on your asshole. That is a genital wart on your Speaking asshole. Speaking of clean, <laughs> skin tags skin of assholes, JK Rowling is still a bitch. Oh God bless us. Uh, um, I so, think a, a woman having an anal orgasm is, I, I think it's fake. I think it's an emotional orgasm. I think a woman is having an orgasm at the idea that like, like it's um, so this, dirty. This so guy naughty. I'm with is so turned on. Like it's I think dirty it's dirty and naughty. I, I, I think I it's think a it, people pleasing fake orgasm. I think you're going like, uh, yeah, oh my God, it feels so good. So that a guy goes, my fucking big <laughs> dick in your asshole. But you're saying that like the woman's not coming and enjoying it. Like she's only doing it for him. Like even if she's faking or, or having a mental orgasm from it, She's still having an orgasm. No, I think it's a. I think she's faking it all the way. I think it's all an act. Okay, I've come from anal, and I was not faking it. I think that it was only once, and I was deeply in love. Yeah, see, and he was deeply inside of me. You're having a love in orgasm, love. and um, also a, a knowing your asshole, he had probably blown through to the other side, and he was just hitting your G spot through the back. <laughs> he canoed my vagina. Full steam ahead. A canoe is what happens when the perineum breaks and it's just vagina asshole connection. Okay. All right. Let's, Next, uh, let's real blast quick. through the rest um, of this. Deep vaginal erogenous, erogenous zone orgasm. Um, turns out there's more than the G spot. There's the A spot, which is located in the high front or anterior wall of the vagina beneath the cervix. It's just second G spot. It's, it's like on boop, the other boop. side of the hall. Oh, um, really? It's the neighbor across the street from the G spot. Oh. Um, and then there's the O spot, uh, which can be found on the back wall of the vagina it's 
almost behind the cervix. Behind um, the cervix? You and can't then, get through the cervix. No, you can't get through the cervix, but you can. there's such thing as a cervical orgasm oh, that like, your friend must have had oh, when her boyfriend was hitting it from the back. And, and she, she threw up because yeah. he hit her cervix? That's actually how you come. You bob you. Th- that's how you know. A woman hasn't orgasmed mm-hmm. unless she vomits mm-hmm. during sex. Like they're squirting from your vagina and then they're squirting from your face. That's Absolutely. when you have a cervical orgasm. Speaking, Speaking of, of squirting, squirting, squirting orgasm is one of them as well. And Not a myth. It's a real it's thing. It's for sure pee, but it's um, beautiful. It's uh, it's a combo. It's the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> um, nipple orgasm, not a thing. That's Sorry, fucking, not a, not a thing. Someone's just, lied to like just made a fleshy list. mound of fat isn't gonna make me come. Um, and Ex- then there's an exercise orgasm or a corgasm that you can get when you're doing sit ups. That's bullshit. If I could come from doing sit ups, I'd fucking do sit ups. I. It's just I think that. No, this is like the runner's high. It's a fucking lie. If your trainer's hot enough and he's forcing you to do sit-ups, you'll come. If it's a man telling you what to do, yeah, then it's fine. Um, Sleep orgasm, also a lie. Um, So that's let's like a it's a nocturnal emission. Yeah, it's uh, getting juicy in your panties. Just night moist, moist night, night. a moist awakening. Moist, anyways. Uh, And then the last one is a multiple orgasm, which which is where you just. But that's a combo of the rest. Yeah. So I think that's redundant. So it's really just 10. And then once you have the full combination, Pizza Hut and Taco Bell, you, you can get be the disappointed in 10 different ways. Amazing. That's nice. Anyway, let's get to Harry Potter, shall we? Let's do it. So listen, you guys, we watched Goblet of Fire. And as we know, true to form, the book was better. It's always better. The book is always better. No, it's it, there's just so much they can't pack in. But this time, they it seemed... Like Warner Brothers got real liberal with their cuts that they were just, I think they were penny pinching. Oh, a thousand percent. So you told me that the book seven was turned into two movies. Yes. Book seven's right here. It is half the size of book five. Yeah. Book five is bigger than book four. Which Why didn't they do two movies for five? I think that they were just trying to keep everything shoved in. And then when they got to end of the seven, they were like, wait. Why have we been rushing this whole franchise when we now can make let's some try money. to milk the, it? They're fucking idiots is what idiots. they are. They could have started making two movies out of everything. I mean, literally out of everything, but at least from four on. Oh, absolutely. Four, two, five, two. Let me see. Six. Yeah, I don't know. Six, two, whatever. Six, four and five could have been two. The, this movie was good. It was good. It was good. It wasn't great. It was good. Because the book... As we all know, I lost my fucking mind from. Nicole was losing her shit, and there's so many moments that she was losing her shit that we lost in the book. For starters, okay, it opens somewhat similar to the book in that they are in this dream Harry's having. That's got Mm -hmm. the old man Frank, and you see, uh, you know, you hear Voldemort talking, you see Wormtail, but in the movie, you also see this other character in the dream who we end up learning is Barty Crouch, is Barty Crouch Jr. Crouch Junior. Junior, sorry. In the movie or in the book, that doesn't exist. Like there's a whole murder mystery element that uh, our producer saw him use that phrase and pointed it out to me. But like we lose, we lose this whole who done it thing. It's just more of figuring out who's that guy. Yeah, he did it. There's no, there really is no who done it, and that's the part of it that I liked the most. Yeah, that's what keeps me going. Like in the book, at this point, Barty Crouch Jr. is nowhere to be seen because he's out, you know, figuring out the Mad Eye Moody shit. I, we don't even know he exists. Yeah, he is not even a character in our no, minds. No, uh, we don't learn about him until the pensive. Yeah, when he see. Oh no, well we learned about him because we knew about Barty Crouch's son who got put away in Azkaban and died. But then 
here we, we see, see him Pensiv. for the first time in the Pensieve. And that's where we realize Barty Crouch put his own son away. But in in the movie, that's when Harry sees Barty Crouch and he's like, that guy was also in the dream. Yeah. So wheels start turning way earlier than yeah. they did. I mean, the book really just does a like whole flip on you. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh, the I will never get over how blown my mind was. You were losing your shit. It losing was my shit. Um, so that was a big difference. Um, the Quidditch World Cup was also, uh, I think it was a fucking disaster. Yeah. Okay. They missed all the best shit. So much fun opportunity. First of all, having the muggle guy who runs the parking lot be suspicious. What was his name? Robert. Mr. Roberts. Mr. Roberts. Um, all of the silly wizards trying to look like regular yeah. people. Yeah. And just painting the wizard world. Yeah. Like, you saw a flash of it, but there were just so many elements of it. Like, And that was the thing that you really loved in the book. And I think that we all love is that you're seeing wizarding world outside of the only places we've already seen it, which are Hogwarts and Diagon Alley. It's like, these are wizards in the wild at a sporting event doing what they love. In the book, there's so many cameos, people from school, people we know. Yeah. It's like a who's who of the wizard world. And that was so fun for me. They didn't fucking have it in the book. In the book, they just literally just go right to the tent. Yeah, it's just, you're in the tent, cool. Oh, and you don't see, like, the way I saw it in the book, it, to me, it was like a, like a wizard renaissance fair. Like, that's what I was picturing. That's and so funny. Like, like, we didn't get any of the fun costumes. Like, no, you don't every, get to see- There was a dude in a bathing suit in the book. Oh, yeah, a, a male wizard in a woman's bathing suit. Yeah. Alfie, do you think that J.K. Rowling was like, well, we can't have that on screen. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't even know why I wrote that. Oh, my God. What was I thinking? Yeah, but I wanted to see people in, like, a poncho. Though, who was- Bar- Oh, yeah, the ponchos. Well, Ludo Bagman, first of all, not even in the movies. But wasn't he in a poncho and uh, a kilt? We kept making fun of the poncho and the kilt because I was like, oh, my God, why a kilt? And you're like, why a poncho? Yeah. What I mean, so much was missed, and then it th- the game was like there was basically you don't you don't ever see Victor Crumb doing his thing, doing yeah that you don't see this big victorious catch, which by the way is a huge deal because in the book the Weasleys have made a bet with Ludo Bagman. Ludo Bagman doesn't exist in the movie. The Weasleys, the we basically the Weasley the Weasley brothers whole yeah uh, that whole storyline is gone or storyline excuse me. Um, also no Vilas, no which is like. Now you take away from Fleur, who's going to show up later. You don't have this. You don't know what Vila's are when Fleur gets there. And yeah, like, there's no explanation for why people are like, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah, it's just, and Fleur's like, I mean, she's pretty in the movie, she but was like fine. Honestly, but she wasn't like the way I was anticipating Vila's is just like, you couldn't even, it was like looking into the sun. They were so beautiful. Yeah. And I was like, this girl's like a tin in a small town in Ohio. Yeah. Like Kentucky. Like she's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'd fuck her with somebody's dick. Or, you know what? I'd probably fuck her. Well, yeah. Okay, so... Oh, and there's no leprechaun gold. Yeah. No leprechaun gold. Um, I think... Oh, and his wand never goes missing, but I think the biggest loss of all of this is we never see Winky. And we'll, we'll touch on that when we come back. We're going to take a quick break. better than ever bitching about the movie that sucked you know it was fine as a it's a thing where i feel like so many of these movies standing alone if you'd never read the book you'd be like that was fine 
But there's just so much to be missed. I feel really bad for people who've only seen the movies and they think the movies are amazing. It's honestly embarrassing. Yeah, I'm like, you don't even fucking know. Like the because mo- the movies really are garbage compared to the book. Yeah, the movie the movies are just the tip. Ah, uh, like which it's just is not even it's not close even to just enough. Just the tip. For it's just like not even close to enough. Like just the tip. I mean, it'll get you like just past my clit, which looks like. Dobby, who was not, not in, in the, the book or movie. movie. Anyway. Uh, oh, so Bobaton and Durmstrang show up. And here's an interesting okay. choice they made for the okay. movie. Um, they're not co-ed. Neither school is co-ed. Um, which, by the way, I had forgotten what, from watching the movie. I think that Durmstrang technically does have girls. Yeah. But, like. I knew for sure Bobaton was co-ed. Yeah. And in the movie, it's just like, this is a boys' school and this is a girls' school. And Hogwarts has boys and girls. I gotta be honest. I actually kind of like that in the movie. I didn't mind that at all. How? Co- I mean, it's not a major plot point, but it's like... I loved the entrance into the uh, into the hall. Oh, where they're when doing the, the, like... When the girls came in doing like in. fucking like... Uh, what's that What's that musical? Um like the Jets, the the West Side Story. West Side Story. It felt very West Side Story. Did it? The, their I two felt entrances. Like it was... They weren't like going against each other, but it felt like oh, this dichotomy. Fucking ta-da! You know what? I what makes me upset about, and maybe this is more sexist of me, uh, but what makes me upset about Bobaton being female only is then to me it's like oh well, Fleur's the best one of all these girls. Where yeah. when it was boys and girls, it was like here's this badass bitch that's better than. All the men in her school and Uh, the women. uh, Big pussy energy. Yeah, just big Vila Vag. Vila Vag. Coming in Uh, hot. Yum, 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 yum. Uh, And then we don't know the backstories of either school. We don't know that Durmstrang is known as a dark arts school. Oh, yeah, because in the book you hear Draco Malfoy go on and on about, oh, my parents almost sent me there, and it's known for dark arts. But mom loved him too much. Oh, she just couldn't get away from her little Draco. What a difference if... This means nothing to anyone, but if Draco, if Narcissa, Narcissa Malfoy was played by what is her name, Jennifer Love Stifler's Hewitt? mom. Oh, oh, uh, Jennifer my Coolidge. Draco. Jennifer oh, Coolidge. I just love him. <laughs> oh, honey, I can't have you away from me. Oh, it makes me want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> it's the best. She's, she's so good. She's in, so underrated, in my uh, opinion. God, anyway. she's really perfect. <laughs> like, um, this woman whose name I don't remember is underrated. She's underrated. <laughs> to me personally. Um, <laughs> um, another big difference was that uh, Dumbledore, uh, the way he reacted to the Goblet of Fire. Oh, yeah. In the book, he was so kind to Harry. It was very clear in the book, uh, and it's just true to Dumbledore's form, that like yeah. he didn't think, du- like no part of him thought that. Harry was up to no good. But in the movie, he's like, shoves him and he's like yeah what have you done i mean that's not what he happy. says do you think maybe they wanted to paint harry as kind of like a bad kid to like throw us or something i guess maybe just because they were already fucking up the plot so much that they're like oh maybe this will confuse people yeah because they took away all the possible confusing elements that's so true. Because they took away Ludo Bagman, so he wasn't a character. They took away Winky, so that wasn't a situation. Yeah, and Barty they, Crouch, and, you don't really see. Yeah, Barty Crouch, don't really see. We don't still don't know who that other fucking guy is. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's just so many different things that we know nothing about. I guess so. It was just very... They really undumbledored Dumbledore. That's just so uncharacteristic yeah. of Dumbledore. Yeah. It was pretty upsetting. Yeah, Dumbledore in the books is a G, and Dumbledore now... 
honestly, after this one, I wouldn't care if he died. <laughs> uh, we can let the old man go. TikTok. He's what, 5,000 years old? I mean, I really don't know. He has been around for a long time. But yeah, he was just kind of, he's such a lovable character. And they made him kind of like, eh, he's just sort of a, fu- he, he might as well have just been a principal of a school. Um, what what else was there? Rita Re- Skeeter? Rita Skia later. Yeah, Rita Skeeter. Not a big plot point. They showed her, though. So they I showed would- her, though. Oh, and they showed her, and she's great. Whoever casted her, that was so great and fabulous. Loved her. Perfect casting. But I just felt there was a, a touch of the, oh, you know, there, there's she wrote an article, and it's kind of demeaning. But they really didn't get into making her this juicy character yeah they she wasn't a villain and she wasn't a hero she was just there she's just a news reporter which was kind of anticlimactic yeah well especially like at the end because that ends up being hermione's big fun thing is that like she outsmarts rita skeeter Mm -hmm. ends up catching her as an animagus and she's fucking blackmailing her into not reporting and now Mm. it's like she was just out there reporting and existing. I don't even see why they had her in the movie she served absolutely no purpose for the plot line yeah no she was just there. To me, I'm like, are they planting her in this movie just as a nugget? Because they're like, whenever they shot this, they're like, well, we don't know yet how we're going to adapt the future movies. Yeah. Maybe she'll come into play. Yeah. But that just seems like such a By the way, again, plot. I have to say, you are so good at pretending like you don't know what's going to happen. It's wild, guys. I love it's it. wild. She's an incredible actress. I have no memory, but it's fun that you think it's an acting ability. We... We should submit this for a Webby Award. Yes. What is a Webby? I don't. That's it's not like the award. Oscars, but for the internet. Wow. And who cares? That is not an award I want to. I'd rather just get no awards. No yeah. offense. You'd rather just get her Webby committee. Onward. Uh, as I stated earlier, there was no Winky. No, there's no house elves at all. At all. There's a whole plot line. For, Hermione has no fucking plot in yeah, this no, whole movie. She has no psychotic purpose. We don't get to see her as this kind of social justice witch yeah. who's campaigning for... you. Like, taking out Winky ruins a plot line. But more importantly, everybody loves Dobby. Yeah. Why, everybody loves my clit. Why? <laughs> I mean, it's not untrue. When it's that big and hideous, it's easy to find, which men <laughs> appreciate. I mean, my clit looks like an animagus. <laughs> Just looks like a Can something look like an animagus? I mean, that would just be some- like the word animagus. Like if you were to describe my clit, you'd be like, it's very animagusy. It's no, your clit is an animagus and it morphs into Dobby. Dobby. I think it just looks like Dobby. It's Maybe just- Dobby animaguses into my clit to hide. Maybe. But why does he keep the sock dangling there? <laughs> it's a lazy labia, guys. It's just a bummer. And I think that was some sort of CGI editing budget cut. I think so too. But Warner Brothers, you fucked us. Yeah. You, Where the fuck is Dobby? Ever and everybody wants Dobby. I think people would have really loved to see this female house elf and have that plot line, but yeah. especially Dobby. And Dobby comes in and so first of all, we we just love to see him. He did could have no plot and you love him, but he's the one who gets the gillyweed in uh-huh. the book for Harry during for the second trial. And, and in the movie, it's Neville, which would never happen, by the way. No, that it's like why don't we just fuck up Dumbledore and now Neville. Just has Gillyweed? I guess he didn't. Did he steal it? But, oh, but Neville's really good at um, um, herbology. Herbology. He likes it, so he so knows that, that it made sense that he would know it. But like, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's gonna like steal it from Snape's office when he is deathly afraid of Snape. But it's also I don't even remember if in the movie he does steal it. Is it just I think he just has it and gives it to him? And it's also like 
Neville, you're a huge pussy. Why are you just walking around with gillyweed? Like, you're like, maybe I'll go for a dip in the lake. Like, and did he even know that ahead of time or did he look it up or he just randomly knew it? Like, I, I don't. I think he learned it from his book, but I'll, the Moody had given him a book. Yeah. Um, and so he got oh, yeah. the knowledge from that. Oh, so maybe Moody was giving it, maybe Moody gave him the book because he knew that he would need that information and Neville would. Well, yeah, that is what happened. Okay. Yeah. In yeah. The, well. But in the book, Neville passes the information to Dobby and Dobby. Did he give to... him the book in the movie? Yeah. Because okay. they okay. still keep the Cruciatus, the, and what are yeah, those yeah, things yeah. called? The unforgivable curses. Yeah. I almost said insufferable curses. They're pretty insufferable and they're unforgivable oh. as well. Uh, so they still have that element of learning about Neville's parents and Neville's. I think another really big missed opportunity for not having elves was seeing the Hogwarts kitchen. Hogwarts kitchen. Hog- Hogwarts. You always fuck that word I up. I always fuck every word up. I'm like my mom. I'm already senile and messing up everybody's That's like name. if I was like, and this is Nicole, who was pre-med at the University of Michigan, and it's, which sounds a lot like magician, which is also a thing you fuck up. I fuck up that a lot. Did you even hear how I fucked that up? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, maybe she didn't notice. No, I, oh, I noticed. I was um, just letting it slide. Hogwarts. Hogwarts. We never saw the Hogwarts kitchen. Which would have been really great. If there's one place we both love, it's, it's a, kitchen. a kitchen. I mean, if if I need to go somewhere where the world makes sense, I head to the fridge. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can compute my feelings. It's yeah. self-care at its highest form. Absolutely. They dropped the house elves. There's no Bertha Jorkins who... Ooh. I just wanted everybody to make fun of Bertha Jorkins. I just the wanted, way everybody talked shit about how dumb she was. I just wanted to see what the casting thought Bertha Jorkins would look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, true, why true, don't true. we just take one more role away from women in Hollywood? Get her out of here. And that was a very crucial thing that could have happened. Yeah, I mean, it's, it a, it's a big plot point with Barty Crouch Jr. Uh, getting caught and uh, having to wipe her memory and they get information from Bertha Jorkins. And now I guess removing her is part of the reason they had to go like, let's just have Barty Crouch Jr. There the whole time. Mm. Anyhow. And then Barty Crouch Sr.'s death. Oh, it's yeah. It's very kind of glossed over Mm -hmm. in the book. It's, it seems like there's a whole scene that plays or not in the, in the movie it's glossed over in the book. There's a whole scene that plays out where Victor pulls Harry aside, and they're talking about Hermione because of Rita Skeeter. Yeah, writing because it. of Rita Skeeter, yeah. So we don't have the lover's quarrel. Yeah, we don't have this triangle of Victor being like, Harry, I, I love Hermione, Hermione, why are you... Hermione. Are you also love Hermione? So in the book, if you remember, uh, they run into Barty Crouch Sr. just like de- dementia-y, bumbling about the forest. Mm-hmm. And then when... Uh, Harry runs off to get Dumbledore. They come mm-hmm. back. Victor's stunned. Barty Crouch is gone. Um, we lose that whole plot point. And also, it what was it revealed when he's talking to Barty Crouch Jr. at the end when they, uh, what is that, truth serum? When he says he killed his father, yes. He says they that. say he yeah, buried him as yeah, a bone? He, no, he did, they, I don't think he said he buried him as a bone, but they, he did say he killed his father. And then I killed my father. Yeah, and I just want to know what, I still want to know what happens with that bone. Um... Like uh, it's just a fucking bone in Hagrid's yard. Yeah. Um, so, and Harry doesn't Mokey have to go get Dumbledore at any point. No. So that, I mean, that whole scene just doesn't exist. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else? One Wait. thing I was remembering that they didn't, that I don't think they really like brought it home with is, uh, the Yule ball. <gasps> I thought it was okay. I thought the book obviously way better. Just, there was so much 
better tone and texture. Yeah, and well, and also the book had so much of that, like, angsty, nervous... Teenage dance energy. I mean, do you remember your, like, Holy oh, my God, we have a dance. I hope someone asks me. I don't want to look stupid. I... The biggest deal of your fucking life. Yeah. Oh, and also the book, for some reason, just put Parvati and Padma both in Gryffindor, or the book, movie put them yeah. both in Gryffindor, and then had them in matching just... Here's just generic pink. They're pretty, but they're just like generic Indian dresses. Yeah, they're they're generic Indian twins. It's just like give them their own identities. Yeah, and and the in the book, it's like there are these two very pretty girls. One comes in purple, the other comes in turquoise. I thought it was an opportunity to just show some really fun like cultural pieces and also bringing in this character that is from a different house, which is always kind of fun. Yeah, I want to see some intersectionality of houses. And now it's like, is she just like going to pop up all over? Anyway, we're going to take a break and then we'll come back to talk about the real blunder, which is the, the worst thing. The worst thing. Ugh. We'll be right back. Okay, guys, we're back and we are gonna bitch a lot about the end of this movie because this is where this is where the meat was. In the the meat was, and they took all the meat off the bone, and then they gave us just a, a shitty bone in the movie. It was like one of those shitty, weak chicken wings, you know, the ones that you worry about your dog eating in the street because whoever was eating them originally would took a bite into it and was like, "This is a piece of shit," and then threw it on the ground. So there's like a little bit of meat, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "What's that?" And you're never gonna be satisfied. Also, mm-hmm. it might kill you, and it's definitely gonna kill your dog. Ugh. Anyhow, so maze task. Such an obscure, like, and it's definitely going to, you guys get it, how the movie's going to kill our dog. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, okay. The third task, the maze. The maze tasks, <sighs> you didn't even, they, they weren't even there. There was nothing. In the book, it's this culmination, and I almost feel like reading it in the book, it, it felt like she could have been writing this, like anticipating, oh, this is going to look great in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's all these things we've seen Harry learn over the last four years. Yeah. You know, we've got, Dementors and Boggarts. I mean, it's a Dementor that the is a Boggart. But the blasted Scroots, which weren't even a part of the movie, really. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah. It's such a Oh, crucial, yeah, that was completely taken away. It's such a crucial thing that he's trying to handle. There's a Sphinx. And also, Hagrid was working on the blasted Scroots the whole book. Yeah. So that whole... Hagrid's whole fun storyline was gone, too. Yeah. Uh, all Hagrid did that was the same was, like, show him the dragons. Yeah. And, like, be horny for Madame Maxine. Yeah, that's it. And Matt, they never have a fight about, uh, about her being a giant. Yeah, she just is a giant, I guess. That's so, um, there's a sphinx, which would have been really cool to see. It's like I want to see what that looks like so badly. Yeah, and also the end when he's not when he's running toward the cup with Cedric, there were giant spiders, which we've already met through Aragog a couple mm-hmm. books ago. Mm-hmm. In in the movie, it's just like the bushes are trying to eat them. Yeah, <laughs> like and the, just... the bushes start closing in on them. Yeah, it's just like claustrophobic bushes yeah and it, it wasn't like a race to the cup to save their lives you know no. it was like in the book it was all right let's just do this together and they made the decision together they weren't on like a time crunch oh they made the decision yeah you're right in yeah. the movie they like they're run. like running for like it. it's this big he's like thing. let's do it both oh and they just they la- of course you know still latch on port key <sighs> so that was fucking annoying very lackluster i thought you know, also they, you know, they scale out over the maze and it's this huge, like, grassy labyrinth. There's a, it looks like it's going to be this 
big production. It could have been epic. Yeah, like you're anticipating some cool shit. Yeah. I mean, I was expecting David Bowie <laughs> coming out of the woodwork. Ah, uh, I get Labyrinth it. Labyrinth Reference. I mean, if you don't know it, that's I haven't a, seen it. Lab- it's suck, one of the best movies ever. It would have um, been great. Uh, but ultimately, the true, true tragedy of this movie is that Voldemort didn't get to monologue. No, not in the same way. He does sort of, in the words of our lovely producer, Sam, uh, Sideshow Bobs, <laughs> where uh, he, he monologues a little. But in the book, it's like he's feeding you this backstory. Yeah, it's this very... Uh, he explains himself. He reveals things. Yeah, you learn all about the history of Voldemort, which I think is so important. Yeah, understand this character because otherwise it's like okay so this guy that hates Harry fucking just hates Harry I don't I feel bad again for people who have only seen the movies like you don't know just how bad Voldemort is you just think it's this guy who who, he he who shall not be named like you just think he's like kind of a bad guy like yeah he doesn't seem that bad in the movies but in the fucking books he's like cartoonishly villainous he's awful and I mean, he goes on and on, which we said before when we were talking about it in the books, but is a classic mistake villains always make. It's a trope of just getting lost in their monologue and then usually something comes in and happens, which wasn't the case in this so much. He still, you know, challenges Harry, mm-hmm. but it's it's very quick from... It's very starting quick. to speak. And then you see the I Death did enjoy. I did enjoy. I did enjoy the depiction of him coming out of the cauldron and like getting his body. And then like that, that was like fun to watch. That visually, was fun. Visually. It was a fun scene. Yeah. You know, what was funny to me is that in the book, they're like, there must've been, you know, 30 or 40 death eaters. And there's like seven of them in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, we're not, yeah, even, they're like, you're sorry, not going to show up extras. I mean, come on CGI we're, people in. It's not that fucking hard. You're Warner brothers. You yeah. can't fucking afford to pay a few more people. You don't even have to show their face, which maybe costs less. I don't it's know. It's not even extra technology. When you already have the technology, just pay the guy who sits at the computer an extra, you know, Five hours in his pay. I don't know if he yeah, works on an, an hour editor. Pay. I feel oh, like he probably a day, rate? a day rate, which is outrageous. But just like one, two days. Come on, Ed. Are there any editors who listen to this who could tell us is how it, long it would take to CGI in what twenty more people? I mean, it would take probably so long. The thing is, it's like you could have had scarecrows there in robes. Nobody can fucking see. Yeah, them. anything. But we see Lucius Malfoy, which is which is a great. Tasty I was treat. excited to see that. Yeah. Um, I know you were excited to see it also because you just have a hot nut. Oh, the hottest nut. Hot nut. Speaking of hot nut, there's no serious black. Oh, yeah. He, you, we just get that one him coming through him the, fire, the fire, which I think I pictured differently in the book. Yeah, and I, totally pictured well, differently. And I forgot yeah. how the movie looked because I think if I had remembered the movie, it would have influenced how I was picturing it. But I pictured mm-hmm. like a head popping up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pictured and a head popping up. This was like. Do you remember those '90s needle things where you would yeah, put your where face you put your face on <laughs> it, you imprint your face, and then you take it out, and there's a face imprint in it. Yes, it's like that with fire, and that's really the only time we see him. Yeah, and in the book, he has such a crucial. It's a very godfatherly role where he's constant correspondence. Mm-hmm. They meet up with him as a dog, and we get to see Buckbeak again. Oh, you Buckbeak. cheap fucks! No fucking Buckbeak! Creatures. God damn you! And then at the end, we find out. Oh, first of all, like. He's been corresponding with Dumbledore the whole time. So mm-hmm. he's like, you know, classic. Classic God daddy. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, a, what a God uh, daddy. I, and in the I, book. I didn't even come in the movie. 
I mean, it came multiple times in the book. It was really that's upsetting. actually the twelfth orgasm. Yeah, and it ruined my couch. Yeah, and it's velvet, so mm. it's <sighs> very expensive. We'll have it cleaned. <sighs> oh, well, yeah, and you know, you lose the him getting revealed as an animagus mm-hmm. too serious, which I was a huge. Oh, I was thing. so waiting for that. So and, fucking and big. revealing himself to Mrs. Weasley. Yes. Like, I well, love that freak. Serious black. Like, she loses her shit. Yeah. She doesn't know he's a good guy. She still thinks what everyone thinks, which is that he's a fucking murderer. Yeah. So now, for again, for the people who've never read the books, you don't even know how epic Sirius Black is. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a fucking G. He's the shit. He's the god daddy of all daddies. Yeah. <sighs> and I mean, so the ending is Do you is think Gary of- Olden was like shooting another movie and couldn't do it. Why do you think they just wrote him out of it completely? I Scheduling just, conflict? Like, that's absurd. I just think with these movies, they were very liberal with their cuts and were like, it's already going to cost so much because it's a wizarding movie. Mm-hmm. I literally think they have someone whose job it is to figure out how can we not lose the plot of getting to the ending and cut as much as possible. I would like to speak to that person. I... and. and beat them to death i would like to burn you at the stake mm-hmm. like a witch yeah. in the 1400s we should look on uh wikipedia and find out who the story editor was and go to that person's house male or female i'll fucking i'll cut you i mean the thing I'm is coming for you didn't jk rowling have to she like sat in and approved all of these she must have was she just like oh who gives do you think a shit? at this point she was just like sorry i'm minting money do whatever you want yeah, i fell asleep in this pile of Pounds. Did my, what my galleons. I missed it. Did did, did Voldemort? Did they get away? I mean, I yeah. guess maybe that was. Again, I feel bad for people who have only seen the movies. If you've only seen the movies and you're listening to this, please, for the love of fucking God, go read the goddamn books, or just keep listening to our podcast and we'll break it down for you. I mean, yeah. So we will let you know why the books are better. I mean, for sure. And we've got some hot stuff coming up with Order of Phoenix. Oh, and by the way, so we leave the book. I mean, we leave the movie similar to the book where, except for, you know, we lost the Rita Skeeter ending. But um, Snape is kind of sent off in this weird, like, you know what you have to do. Mm -hmm. That that did happen, yes. And on that note, before we, uh, you know, by the next episode, we'll be five chapters into Order of Phoenix. Do you have any predictions for what's to come? Um, I I have no clue. I'm... Completely fucking blank. No ideas? I did, I did read the first chapter of Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Well, we won't go too much into it because we have oh, to talk about it. Shit. No uh, thoughts of someone who's going to surprise us by being good or someone who's going to surprise us by being bad. If you had to pick one of each. Um, I think Snape is going to go bad for a little bit. Um, I think this is the book where he probably turns. Where we, um, he's fully like, he finally yeah, I think he goes over to the dark side. Um, I think in whatever whatever Dumbledore sends him off to do, I think that is when he will reconnect with Voldemort and be like, hey, bro, I'm sorry. Um, My bad. And then, like, cut off his dick because, obviously, you have to sacrifice a body part to Dumbledore to get in on his good side. Never call Voldemort Dumbledore again or I will. Okay. You know what I mean. I will Avada Kedavra you so, out of my life. So, uh, I think Snape might... Fucking Snape is Snape is weenie. <laughs> a little Snape Snape. For a little Snape Snape. For for Voldy. For all is his old. He already buddy, has buddy a body. Baby. It feels Voldy. like at this point, what is that for? But I guess, you know. Yeah. It's 
He's like, Wormtail, we're giving him a new dick. He puts Snape's dick on Wormtail's arm. Give me back that magic hand. You just get a dick. (laughs) Uh, Got a dick. Dick hand. Avada Dictavra. Avada could dick me down. (laughs) Cruci, wait. Hey, what are the other ones? I don't even fucking Crucia, Crucio, 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 and then I don't Imperius. know. Imperius, Imperius, which we Impenius. Did we get to see, by the way, uh, Harry overcome the Imperius curse with Voldemort in his head in the par- in the movie um, in the grave graveyard? I don't think so. <sighs> no, I don't think we did. What a fucking bummer. Anyhow. Anyway, so just so you guys know, uh, a reminder, we said it at the beginning, but we are now doing all of our podcasts live for patrons only. It'll be Sunday afternoon, so join our Patreon to be part of the live Patreon. You can chat along, possibly get involved in the episode, patreon.com. At any level, whatever level you want to subscribe at, you get that feature. Yes. Our lowest level to the highest level. Slash two filthy nerds. And... uh, we're having a fucking great time. The yeah. patrons that are listening now are communicating to us that they're really enjoying it. So we think you will too. And they're the, they're just the most lovely people ever. And one of them might be buying me a ramen sweatshirt. I I, mean, I love ramen. Don't take this away from me. On brand for you. Um, we have other stuff there too. We're doing cool fucking bonus stuff coming up. We're going to start doing some filthy fairy tales, which we will tell you more about in the future. Lots of cool shit coming out. So head over to our Patreon. Also, you can follow us for absolutely free on Instagram and Twitter or Facebook. Just look up at Two Filthy Nerds, T-W-O, Filthy Nerds, all one word. And we have a Facebook group, The Fellowship of the Filthy Nerds, if you want to get involved in some extra chit-chat without joining the Patreon. But we certainly hope you do. We'd love to have your support. And, And just a reminder, no spoilers, okay? Yeah. No spoilers, because here's what happens. When you have spoilers, it ruins how much I'm going to freak out about the book. Yeah, so don't... Don't take that away from yourselves. Also, even for those of you who think it's funny to send fake spoilers to Nicole, don't do that either. Yeah, I don't like having to deal with the aftermath. It pisses me off. Yeah. Fake. (sighs) I have a feeling some of them might have been true, but we'll see. I'm not... Because once one of them comes true, they're all true. Well, luckily for us, none of the ones we've had so far will come true, so it's not a problem. Also, by the way, uh, we're eventually going to go to Universal Studios with patrons. There will be an invitation. Someone will win a whole grand prize, come with us, package. Field trip! And uh, you'll get first dibs on voting on what our next thing is, so head over to the Patreon. Thank you for listening. Anything anything else? That's it. We love you guys. Ta-ta for now. Two tools. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production. Black, black. Star Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.